0: Hello and welcome, I'm Dr. Tom Cheney and this is Living Health Live. Joining me for the show and in our practice, Living Health Integrative Medicine is my wife, Dr. Stephanie Cheney. Thanks for joining us, this is your show, so take advantage of this time to begin your journey to good health. Dr. Steph and I, we're gonna provide some information and instructions on how to live a better and healthier life free of chronic diseases like diabetes, neuropathy, autoimmunity, pain and arthritis and so much more. This is a place to get valuable information to help you with your health challenges, so check out our website at mylivinghealth.com. You can also sign up for our newsletter there, or you can call our office for an appointment at 410-216-9180. So let's get started with today's show. Today we're gonna discuss how eating a high-fat diet can actually help reverse chronic disease, and this kinda goes against everything we've been told and educated for the past many, many decades. So (laughs) some people are probably out there scratching their head on this one.
1: Yeah. People come in and they're still being told our patients by, you know, various doctors that they need to be doing a low fat, no fat diet because they have high cholesterol. They're a cardiac patient, this, that, and the other. And it turns out that, um, it's wrong. Um, there's also lots of fad diets out there. There's, you know, including the ketogenic diet, which is what we're talking about today. Um, And uh, so it's just, there's just so much information, sometimes it can get a little confusing. So we've been told for, I don't know, decades, 60, 70 years, to eat a low fat, no fat diet. We were always convinced that especially saturated fat was the cause of heart disease and strokes. And it turns out a research study was just recently published that completely negates all of that and flips it completely upside down. And so I want to go back into the history of how we even got this idea that fats were bad. So historically in America and all throughout Europe, um, you know, farmers would have been making lard out of their free range animals. um, And they would have been using that lard to cook with and bake with. And it was a great source of nutrients, fat soluble vitamins like vitamin A and vitamin K and all all different kinds of stuff and, um, very, very heat stable fats that we would have cooked with. And, uh, a couple things happened one. And I read this, uh, many years ago that, um, the makers of, um, Crisco, uh, which was made from cotton seed oil, apparently, <laughs> um, apparently had hydrogenated cotton seed oil at one point. And, um, were, they were trying to promote this product as, uh, as, a, as an automobile industry lubricant or something. But there was a lot of competition with other makers of automobile lubricants. And so they decided to switch it and make it into a cooking oil. And <laughs> somehow they went on a big marketing spree and convinced everybody that, Animal fats are really unhealthy. They cause heart disease. They can they can kill you. And so you should be doing healthier um, plant based oils and things like that. And so there you go. So we have a, we have a couple problems. One is with plant based oils versus animal fats, and then the other issue is with this hydrogenation situation. Also, um, natural saturated fats. Um, became vilified when a study was published in 1953 it was a paper um, that looked at uh, the so-called diet heart hypothesis and what what this this doctor did this PhD his name was Ansel Keys um, what he did was he conducted research from 1958 to 1970 and they looked at seven different countries and um, kind of made this hypothesis based on the stats between food consumption and fat consumption and heart disease that uh, saturated fat was directly linked to heart disease. The problem is they excluded data from 17 other different countries that completely negated it. (laughs) So somebody spun the research, and because of this, we have had saturated fat nightmares, Um, We've been told to stay away from fat. We've been told to stay away in particular from animal fat because that's high in saturated fat. And so everyone went to cooking oils, vegetable oil, corn oil, um, things like that. And now we've got exponentially skyrocketing statistics for diabetes and heart disease and Alzheimer's dementia. Go hand in hand with vegetable oil consumption, um, low animal fat consumption, low good healthy fat consumption, and high sugar consumption. And so... um, So this is kind of where it all came from. And so now uh, studies come out that basically shows um, it's the opposite, that high intakes of healthy fats, especially saturated fat, boosts health and longevity.
0: And so what study is this?
1: (laughs) So this is a study that came out recently um, and it showed the stats where people who got 77% of their daily calories from carbohydrates, that's sugars basically, mm-hmm. um, were 28% more likely to die during the study than those who got 46% of their calories from carbs. And when I went to school in undergrad, this is in Canada and the food rules are the same down here. We were always told that 65% of your carbo- your diet should come from carbohydrates, from your calories and only roughly 20 to 25% should come from fat and the rest should be protein. It turns out it's the opposite. And so um, uh, another study showed that reduced sugar diet can lower liver fat by more than 20% in just nine days. And so what we thought was causing us to be fat was not actually dietary fat, it's sugar consumption. So here's the issue then. How How do we get back to what we, we're supposed to be doing in the first place, which is eating a high fat diet, mainly animal fat, and also good amounts of saturated fat. I mean, it turns out that half of your cell membrane is made from fat, and a quarter of that fat is saturated. I mean, how important is saturated fat if a quarter of your cell membrane fat is saturated? We need saturated fats. Parts of our brain require certain saturated fats in order to maintain itself and prevent things like dementia and Alzheimer's. So pretty critical for brain function, these saturated fats. And it turns out that high uh, saturated fat in the diet, healthy saturated fat, of course, not hydrogenated trans fatty acids, does increase the quote unquote, um, well, I'm not gonna say bad cholesterol because this is really a misnomer. It increases LDL, which is usually known in the medical community as being the quote unquote bad cholesterol. But there's different types of LDL and what the animal saturated fats do, the healthy saturated fats from our food, they actually increase the big fluffy LDL, which protects us from heart disease. It's the little tiny LDL that gets wormed into your artery walls and causes the problems. And it's eating a low fat, high sugar diet that actually does that. So high fat diet and especially saturated fats like coconut oil and animal fats from good sources um, are actually promoters of high amounts of good cholesterol that are actually heart protective and stroke protective. And so what the studies actually show is that populations that eat high amounts of good animal fats and higher amounts of fats than carbohydrates, where the proportion of calories are higher from fat than carbohydrates, they have less stroke less heart disease, less diabetes, and less metabolic syndrome. And so they have longer lives in the end from eating high-fat diets.
0: So our cells are dependent on fat. Our brain is dependent on getting the right kind of fat. We have our nerves in our body that are actually covered with um, fat. So they need fat. So you you think of neuropathy, you need to think of nerve conduction and some other um, conditions out there. So fat's important for that. So we should actually be eating a high fat diet, a low carb diet. Um, So what does this exactly mean?
1: (laughs) Go to your grocery store and load up. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, It does mean that we need to um, modify our food plan um, to focus more on getting fat in the diet and actually cutting back the carbohydrates. What you don't want to do is start increasing your fat intake and not addressing the sugar carbohydrate intake. It's got to be
0: the right kind of fat, right? Yeah.
1: See, I think what happened was we got so paranoid about fat um, that everybody was looking for low fat, no fat food. And unfortunately, when you do that, you actually starve your body and modify your metabolism. And your poor starving brain is looking for fuel. And all of the substitutes that were available to us we're, we're very high in sugar. And so we started eating low fat, but high carbohydrate, high sugar um, diets. And then, of course, we introduced high fructose corn syrup, and then phew, sugar went crazy. Um, and so, you know, we've got 100% organic fruit juice that might be 40 grams of sugar um, in a serving or a bottle, and we're eating no fat at all. So we're fueling our bodies and our brains on these um, crack cycles like literal like heroin swings of fixes of sugars, you know, high spiking sugars, then we crash, we spike, we crash, and everybody's on this roller coaster of emotions. No wonder people are getting diagnosed with manic depression and things like that. probably just high sugar diets. Things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what we really need to do is actually bring in the fats, but we also have to cut back the sugar. What, what we do is we put people on something called Doctor Staff's plate rule, and that whole process of the food plan does that for you without having to think too much. So, you know, your meal plate should be 75% vegetable, um, roughly a quarter of protein, and then dousing it all with good fats, cut up avocado oils, things like that, eating lots of nuts and seeds for good uh, oils.
0: So when you say douse it with good oils, you said like avocado a- oil
1: like chopping up avocado onto a salad or pouring um, an olive oil dressing or um, you know putting chunks of coconut oil onto um, your you know your vegetables or cooking with lard you can actually you can actually go to the grocery store now and buy lard from grass-fed animals and so now we're, we're the pendulum swinging back and we can you can keep a jar of lard right beside your stovetop just like in the old days And just scoop out a pile of that and cook your meat in that and cook your vegetables in that if you're sauteing or stir frying or whatnot.
0: For also for our uh, listeners out there that want more information on, you just mentioned doctor's desk plate rules. So we have that in both of our books, defeat Mm -hmm. diabetes and, um, lose the gluten, lose your gut, ditch the grain, save your brain. So we talk about it in a little, a little more in depth. Yeah,
1: and we Beautiful. also have um, killer carbohydrate lectures and um, the skinny on fat lecture that I think we still have available on our website. If you want right. to get down and you know into the nitty gritty of the of the different, I'm going to broadly go over the good fats and bad fats in a moment. But but essentially, you just don't want to go on the high fat kick without also taking out the carbohydrates. What happens? It's interesting is when you start eating that way, the cravings go away. <laughs> You know, that drug thing that happens with the addiction to sugar um, where you're just always craving it. I think people are just always craving sugar, sugar, sugar is because they're so nutrient deficient, including fats, that you're always looking for something and you're never satisfied. Once you, once you start eating a high fat diet that's high in nutrients and you start cutting out the sugar and you're eating on an appropriate schedule, you just don't, you don't, it's like running on diesel. You just, you're stable. Mood stabilizes. By the way, this is true for kids. Try it. Um, you're going to see ADD kind of calm down. You're not going to have the mood swings and the tantrums. Kids, are st- we have we have adult tantrums. It's just that we can control it better in society. <laughs> <laughs> you just go eat a bag of Skittles and you feel better. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> you're just keeping the cycle going. Um, but at any rate, um, you want to start looking at bringing. You want to actually. Go out of your way to try to bring good fats into the food, and then go out of your way to cut the carbohydrates out.
0: Okay, everybody, you're listening to Living Health Live with me, Dr. Tom Cheney and Dr. Stephanie Cheney. And today, what we're looking at is how high fat diets can be used to actually reverse disease. And I, you know, this is something that goes along, goes against most of the conventional thinking out there because we've been told for so many years that we need to go to a low fat. Um, you know, high fiber diet for our cardio patients that are coming in. But, you know, what we're seeing is that this isn't working and research is coming out that actually supports this high fat diet to actually help reverse disease.
1: Yeah, we get, um, you know, we work with a lot of uh, people coming to see us for diabetes reversal and and, uh, various metabolic issues. And we start to modify their diet right away and, you know, bring in the oils and we want you to eat these fats and we want you to cook with these oils and we want you to pour these fats on here. And, and, and people sometimes look at us and think, well, isn't that going to cause my cholesterol to go high? No, it's not. And our blood retests, which we do, you know, in six to eight weeks after a person starts the program shows that it. Actually drops. Yeah, blood pressure
0: goes down, cholesterol goes down, their sugar goes down.
1: Right, and so I mean, we we have people that will go down from you know mid two fifties on cholesterol medication. Their their cholesterol will drop into the one fifties or lower, and now they've got to be taken off their cholesterol lowering medication. And so, um, and if you know if someone's got high cholesterol, even on one of the diets that we um that we promote for them you know, there's other underlying factors. There's a small percentage of the population that just genetically has very high cholesterol and that is a normal for them. I and mean, there's people that live into their hundreds with 300 cholesterol. Right, right. <laughs> so that's a normal for them. Um, and there's other factors to look at like ratios and whatnot. But um, but eating a high fat diet, let me just be very clear, eating a high fat diet with the right kind of fats and, and low carbs will do the opposite of what you probably think. It will help lower cholesterol, it will help lower sugars, and it will help get chronic disease uh, reversed and eliminated.
0: So basically we wanna, number one, we wanna eat the right fats. Um, We wanna lower the carbohydrates that we're bringing into the body, so so that's going to be an important factor to add into this as well.
1: Yeah, the thing that overwhelms just the general you know population is when you start talking about ratios, right? So I mentioned before that we were always told that 65% of your calories should come from carbohydrates, and then you know the other split should be protein and fats, and then you get into like 10% of the fats should be saturated. I mean, it's, just, it's like so much math that the <laughs> the day to day person who's waking up at five in the morning and not getting home till like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> It doesn't have time to figure out how to ratio their food. So we've talked about the plate rule. We've already done that for people and how we tell people to structure their plate, right? So if you eat 75% vegetables, sticks and leaves, greens, you know, a little bit of sweet potato, carrots, da, da da, and you have some protein on there, six to eight ounces of protein, and you saturate that whole plate with good fats, it's done. You don't have to think, just look at your plate. Um, If your snacks are mostly nuts and seeds and avocados and things like that, um, with some fruit thrown in here and there, then you're good, you don't have to think so much. We even have people supplement with oils in their shakes, um, again, because it helps keep hunger down, it helps keep you satiated once your stomach starts, your your digestive system starts digesting fat, messages literally go right to the brain saying, yep, thumbs up, fat's coming. And remember, your brain is 70% fat. So it makes sense that the most important organ in the body, which is mostly made of fat, it makes sense that, you know, 60 to 70% of our calories, maybe they should come from fat (laughs) since the most important organ is mostly fat. So, um, so it really should be the opposite. So I, you know, we usually kind of, we don't get into super percentages, but if you look at what the dietary guidelines are, if you flipped it, it should be more like 60%, 65% of your calories should come from fat. Um, that's really easy to do because every gram of fat has nine calories versus a gram of carbohydrate, which has four. So it doesn't take a monster, you're not gonna be drinking vats of oil. You know, a couple tablespoons of olive oil, you know, mixed into your vegetables or something. You're gonna get those, you um, Energy calories from smaller amounts of food. You will start to find that you don't need to eat as much volume because your calories are going to be more concentrated, and you're going to be feeling full um, quicker. And you're going to be burning this fuel for a while. So it's that's why I call it like diesel. You're not going to burn through it really fast like you would with with sugar. So. The the sugar, the the carbohydrate fat ratio should flip. If you just follow our plate rule, it's very simple. You have the visual and you don't have to do math.
0: Right. So let's talk about um, healthy fats and how we're gonna get these. We talked a little bit about some of the healthy fats. We've mentioned them, but let's go through them and talk about how some of our listeners can get these into their diet.
1: Yeah, so um, animal fats are healthy. (laughs) Now, just silent pause. Um, Of course, the quality and the health of the animal is critical, right? Right. So um, you wanna make sure that you're getting grass-fed, free-range, grass-finished red meats. Um, Beef that comes from grass-fed, grass-finished cows has a very similar fat ratio to wild salmon, believe it or not. So if you don't have access to your wild salmon, eat grass-fed beef. Corn-fed beef will be just that. It will be high in corn. Um, it will be high in omega six. It will be high in inflammatory oils. We're not big fans of all the vegetable oils, like the corn and the grain oils and things like that. Wild salmon is a good source of good fat. Free range eggs. You want to make sure these are pasture raised versus necessarily just you know free range in a barn. Um, pasture range eggs, and so you can get good eggs pretty much anywhere um, at these days now. Just look at the packaging. Butter from grass fed cows that's unpasteurized is one of the best fats. Um, it's got, It's just full of cancer preventing, um, fatty acids. It's full of fatty, good fatty vitamins that we need, um, for brain function, for eye health, for nerve health, for all of it. And so, um, and it's an easy fat to cook with. Because it has a pretty high cook temperature, so um, so that's good. Animal fats are great, and if you're a vegetarian um, but you can do things, um, but uh, like dairy and eggs, well then eat the yolk. For God's sakes, eat the yolk. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut it out with this egg white eating kick. Um, the the actual fat, the cholesterol, the good stuff is in the yolk um and no the yolks are not going to raise your blood cholesterol levels um but you've got grass-fed butter if you're vegetarian if you can do eggs you can do you can get the yolks um that way Fresh oils um, that are good, that are high in monounsaturated fats that are good for us are olive oil, flax oil, avocado oil, coconut oil, red palm fruit oil. Red palm fruit oil is a saturated fat. It's literally an orangey red color. You almost can't miss it if you're shopping for it. Um, And that's because it's very high in vitamin A, beta carotene wicked high and um, it has been shown in the research to actually increase the good cholesterol and lower the bad cholesterol. So here you go, you got a saturated fat that you can cook with that actually helps balance your cholesterol levels, yay. Um, it will also turn everything red, which is kind of fun. (laughs) Um, and then you've got raw sprouted nuts and seeds. So almonds, walnuts, things like that. Pumpkin seeds are high in omega three fatty acids. They're really good. And you can buy them raw sprouted at whole foods and, you know, you throw them on salads and cook with them. We grind up the seeds and bake them on our fish Mm -hmm. for that nice crispy topping. They're really yummy. Avocados, the avocado itself. So you can cook with the avocado seed oil. It's very high cook temperature but avocados are deliciously creamy and fatty and so they're great and you can just cut one in half and eat it as a snack or you can make guacamole with it so it's a great way to get lots of good fats and then we also recommend supplementing with certain oils that are just hard to get for people um, in high amounts and we supplement our patients a lot with fish oil krill oil things like that and then evening evening primrose oil there's different borage oils you know there's just good supplement oils that you can take as well Um, We recommend that you're cautious about how you cook with certain oils. So you don't wanna cook with those supplement oils like flax oil, um, fish oil, certain nut oils. They're very, very susceptible to high heat. You don't wanna ruin the oil. Rancid oils and uh, oxidized oils are extremely bad for health. This is why deep frying is terrible. Um, This is why grain products, believe it or not, can be horrible like corn. Um, and certain grains because they are stored and their oils start to turn rancid, and now you're eating carcinogenic oils. So you want your oils to be as fresh as possible. Um,
0: so and storing them in a storing cool, them in the refrigerator.
1: Yeah, I mean even if you buy flax seeds, I recommend you try to see if you can get them already like purchase them out of a freezer um, and keep them in a freezer um don't just buy them ground ground them yourself because they oxidize the the omega-3s are very very susceptible to to oxidization olive oil we generally don't recommend you cook high heat with olive oil low heat is fine Um, we usually just tell people keep it simple cook with all the butters and the palm oils and the coconut oil and avocado oil and save your olive oil for an olive oil dressing or vinaigrette that you can pour on your salads and vegetables and steamed vegetables and stuff like that, so um, um, save your olive oil for that. Um, and then there's other, there's fat soluble vitamins um, that should come in oil form like vitamin D, vitamin A, vitamin E, and those are good things to supplement with as far as um, uh, cook, uh, supplementa- supplementation with oils. The high heat tolerant oils um, that you can get away with cooking at higher heat or sauteing with um, would be your coconut oil. Um, red palm fruit oil, macadamia nut oil is a great oil to cook with. It's high in monounsaturated fats, almost like olive oil, but it has a high heat temperature. It's like over 400 degrees, 450 degrees or something. So it's great for sauteing um, or av- olive, uh, avocado oils. Those are also um, good to cook with. Um, and so if you follow the plate rule, um, and you're using those oils and you're adding oils and you're cooking with certain oils, you're gonna get, pretty satisfying meals um, that keep you fueled throughout the day. You're gonna find that your brain is gonna be sharper. Your chronic disease starts to go into remission. Like we said, your sugars come down, your cholesterol comes down, your weight comes down, your blood pressure comes down. You won't have these crazy cravings. It impacts people's mental focus and mental function. And so, um, and the stats don't lie. The research backs us up. What we find clinically backs us up. And so um, that's, that's a, a super important.
0: So you're going to get these oils. Um, just to kind of summarize some of the ways to get these oils into your body, so you can um, number one put them into like a dressing and then pour that over your vegetables. Um, you can take them as a supplement, so like a fish oil, or you mentioned vitamin E or vitamin A or some mm-hmm. of these other um, some of these other fats. So you can get them in that way. Um, the other thing I'll mention is like coconut oil. You know, I take that sometimes just as a snack. So you can just take like a tablespoon of coconut oil and eat that just plain and have that as a snack.
1: Yeah, they have, um, their, uh, some companies out there have little nut, uh, nut butter snack packs, little squeeze packs, and you can get them with raw almond butter, raw pecan butter, and you can even get like a snack sized snack pack squeezable of coconut oil. Right, (laughs) so so we have those. So you can actually um, literally just have coconut. Sometimes I tell a patient just keep a jar of of uh, you know um, coconut oil at your desk at work, and just every once in a while, just take a spoonful of it. Especially Um, for
0: cravings, you know, if you're not if you're not getting enough fat into your diet, that can cause and create some cravings. So if you are having cravings, you're feeling hungry, keep that you know the coconut oil close by and have a spoon or a tablespoon of that. See yeah, that helps.
1: and I think this has been um, a, the low fat thing has been a uh, a cause for the failure of a lot of dieting um, and dieters because uh, people cut out certain things right um, when they're dieting, and if they're cutting out carbs and fats at the same time, you're practically starving yourself. So you cannot sustain that. Um, The other thing is that, uh, you know, some people may have a hard time sustaining a a really high fat, low carb diet. We're not a big fan of cutting out carbohydrates completely. Um, We definitely think that sometimes even timing things a certain way is important. So you can have higher fat stuff in the morning to fuel your day and have higher carb stuff at night. So maybe your sweet potato and stuff at night, um, your fruit at night. So there's different ways of trying out the timing of things to make sure that you're not having cravings too.
0: Great. So for, for more help on getting fats into your diet, you can check out our book, Defeat Diabetes, where we talk about Dr. Steph's plate rule. We go through some of the healthy fats. We also have Uh, We talk about it in Lose the Gluten, Lose Your Gut, Ditch the Grain, Save Your Brain, which is our other book. Um, It's been great um, sharing this information with you guys today. You've been listening to Living Health Live with me, Dr. Tom, and Dr. Stephanie Cheney of Living Health Integrative Medicine. Thanks to all of our sponsors, uh, Cyrex Laboratories and Professional Co-op Laboratory. Um, Thank you for your support. And remember, our goal is to help Reverse 1 million cases of diabetes, type 2 diabetes, by 2020. We want to help you reverse your disease. You can live your life free of diabetes. And visit our website, mylivinghealth.com, for more information. See you next week. The
1: information on this show is intended as educational information only. The information given here is designed to help you make informed decisions about your health and is not intended as a substitute for any medical treatment.